0: Not what your country can do for you, And what you can do for your country. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk, my new show. So first off, why Let's Talk? Why the title Let's Talk? So if anybody's familiar with gaming and stuff like that, there's a, a genre basically called Let's Play. Uh, it's kind of ringing in my head. I thought a Let's Talk would kind of be the similar, this similar type of thing where just like a let's play you're talking so it's a let's talk it's talking about different subjects just like how you let's play different games um so that was the idea for the title have it right here just in case you ever forget it's right there and so for those of you watching most you probably do know me from my other channel you probably are seeing this video on twitter or your subscribe box um or you came here from the video that's on Jake mccoy network right now um, I'm hoping there are a couple people out there who've never seen me before. I've never seen my videos. And for those people, I just want to introduce myself. My name is Jake McCoy. I'm 22 years old. Um, I, I consider myself a filmmaker. I have a kind of extensive background in certain things regarding film. Um, I did a TV pilot for Disney. I did commercials, brand deals. Uh, I've done over 150 sketches with my friends. Uh, any of that stuff you want to see it, you can go Jake McCoy network. You can actually go right onto that channel and you can see all that stuff. So, why this though? Because those of you who have seen the sketches, you're probably thinking, why something like this? If you do remember, uh, probably three years ago, I had a show called Sweet Talk. See, I'm very original with titles, so it's, you know, obviously within the same realm. That idea was more supposed to be of a talk show format, but I could never quite get it down. As much as I love doing it, I could never really figure out the formula. And I think All along, I wanted the formula to be something like this, something that's more podcast-based. I feel like this show here is going to be kind of like a podcast. I'm gaining my inspiration. I'm getting my inspiration from Kind of Funny, which is a channel I like, and, you know, IGN and other journalists, so even on, like, the news. I don't want to say which news networks because that's kind of not a safe thing to say these days, Uh, but I do have a fascination with journalism. I'm in school right now. I'm studying media and communications. That's my major. And that kind of encompasses a bunch of different things. It's film production, television production and journalism. So I feel like this can kind of be this outlet for broadcast journalism. I kind of want to like harness or have an outlet for that part of me that I definitely want to express a little more where Jay McCoy network is a sketch channel. It is written content. It is produced content. This is kind of going to be a one-on-one. I want my personality to shine through here. I want to be myself and I want to have my opinions be broadcasted on here. So that is kind of a brief introduction into me. Uh, For those of you wondering though, Jay McCoy Network, that channel is not dead. That channel I still have interest in. I still want to do things on there. And members of the network that you probably are familiar with, uh, Nick Palazzo and Square they're all doing their own thing. Um, if you want to go see them there I'm going to put their Twitters or Instagrams down below Uh, Nick for example has his own company doing 8th Wonder pins he does like wrestling pins and movie pins if you like wrestling or you like movies it's kind of like an oasis for you to go check out I definitely recommend it Palazzo if you like Disney that guy goes there about once every two months so if you like Disney I would go follow him he covers pretty much everything new at the park because he's always there he also does some wood burning stuff so again check him out and Scroi is just, Scroy is still Scroy. If you remember him, he's exactly the way he was. He's just, he's always doing something new. And obviously go check him out as well. Uh, they're all doing their own thing. I'm hoping we can do more sketches. We've never closed the door on that. That was never an officially like, hey, we're done with that. Um, so something might come in the future. And if it's not a network sketch, it's going to be produced content that I've written. Um, that'll probably be in a different direction than that. But it's definitely still open. There's definitely still things I want to do on there. And it's not, it's not dead. It's definitely not dead. But, uh, But anyways, so more about this show. Today's episode is going to be just me. It's just going to be me talking and kind of giving you a feel for what the vibe and format of this show is going to be. Normally, I want to have guests on here. My idea down the line is having basically one episode a week that I want to do like a weekly roundup. And that'll be basically just news and type like things like that, that like I care about. So you'll see a little bit of that today, but I do want to have more than not uh, episodes where I have a guest on, and the guest talks about something that I personally find interesting, and they find interesting, and something that maybe you're not familiar with. Uh, for example, I might have somebody on here whose political views are totally different than mine, whose political views are maybe not favorable, and they can come on here and talk, and we can kind of have a conversation about what's going on, where the differences is, and why, like this country is divided, and maybe come to like this, I don't know, this middle ground that we can both understand. Something like that would really interest me. Something like that I think would be not only good to watch but I think is important too. Um, I also want to do game reviews. That's one of the big things I do want to do on here is game reviews. Uh, I've been a gamer for a long time. I think that that vertical of journalism is something i definitely want to get into so when i do something like that i'll do like four minutes about me talking about what i liked about the game my opinions on it and then have the rest of the episode be me and somebody else who's played it and having maybe their views are different maybe they're similar but we can discuss it break it down and then basically you know at the end give you a conclusion about whether or not you should play it um same goes with movies and other things like that i just want to have people on the show that you know have something interesting to say And I want to make it interesting content for you guys. And I want you to be able to really take something away from each episode. Even if it is just the episodes where it's just me talking about news and things like that. Um, I think right now, because the media is kind of messed up that there is no place to to get the news that isn't biased. You know, you have uh, NBC, which is more of like the liberal side. You have Fox, which is very uh, conservative. I want to kind of, and, and I think that they've turned people off and I want to, be a place where maybe you don't have time for that type of stuff. Maybe that stuff doesn't really interest you even, but I want to go through that type of stuff quick. Cause I do think it's important that everybody is caught up on news things. And, I, and there are probably things I'm going to talk about today that maybe don't interest you at all uh, along the lines of like nerdy type stuff. And maybe it'll catch your interest. Maybe that can start you into something uh, that you never thought you wanted to get into. Like maybe I can just spark something in you and be like, wow, that sounds pretty cool. Let me look into that. I just hope that everybody who watches walks away with something, something new, and I don't know where you're gonna be watching this. I personally listen to my podcast while I'm driving. So maybe you're in the car right now listening to this. Maybe you're at your computer. Maybe you're riding a or riding a bike. I don't know, who knows? But yeah, that is that. Those of you who know me though, and I-, I mentioned Sweet Talk before, you'll recognize this set. I hope you recognize it, but I also hope you don't. Me and my girlfriend really went to town on fixing this and refurbishing this and making this like something totally new uh, just paint and some shelves and went to Hobby Lobby and just decked it out. So I think it looks good. I wanted a fresh start. I wanted a fresh feel. Um, but I also wanted to separate myself from that show and kind of give this a new vibe. Um, I also just purchased a new camera. So this is the first time I've ever recorded in 4k. It's the first time I've ever done anything, not on my Canon T3. I think that you guys have seen, I had a Canon T3. It's a DSLR. I bought it back in 2011. Um, The reason why I decided to upgrade cameras is not because I don't like that camera. That camera's old at all. This camera actually does something the other one doesn't, and that is record longer than 10 minutes. DSLR cameras have a limit onto what they can record lengthwise. And for a while, I thought it was just a technical thing. Like when I purchased my camera and I realized it didn't record past 10 minutes, I thought to myself, I was like, okay, so this is just, it's a technology thing. The technology isn't there yet. It's actually not. It's um, when they ship the cameras out of China or Japan, wherever they're made, they have to pay a higher tax if the item is considered a video recording device. So it's basically like a loophole. They keep it under 30 minutes because those cameras are primarily for photography. So basically I would have upgraded into a better DSLR, but even these days they only record up to 30 minutes. And I don't know how long these videos can go. Uh, any conversation can go up to an hour. You never know. You never know what kind of conversation you're going to get into or how long you're going to need. So I want the 4K one, so here we are. This is it. This is the this is the new camera. I probably will use this on other type of productions that I use, but I hope it looks good, and I hope everything else looks good. I hope we're we're feeling like we're on a new start here. I do want to put an emphasis again, though, on this show being about things that I do enjoy, and I do want to talk a little bit more about that gaming side of it. Um, I, I feel like we have a lot of reviewers out there. There are a lot of people reviewing games. Um, But I feel like at this point in time, all those companies and all those people listening to are kind of too, I don't want to say too corporate, but their opinions aren't, I don't really know how to put it. I feel like even saying that doesn't sound right. I just want to take that in a different direction. I'm a casual gamer. This is not going to, this is not my, gaming is not my life and it's not going to be my life, but it is something that I do enjoy and I want to recommend to casual viewers out there. And like I said, maybe I can talk about a game or show off a game that you find super interesting and it makes you go play it and then it opens up a realm of things that you've never done. Um, even my girlfriend, I showed her Crash Bandicoot like two months ago and we played it all summer. Like, that's somebody who had no interest in it at all, in gaming at all. But just, you know, show me playing it, she said it looks fun and there she goes. Like, now that's something that she does enjoy doing is playing that game. Um but anyways, I want to go into our next topic, which is going to be something that I do, like I said, every once in a while, and that is going to be news. So I thought it would be funny to actually name this this uh, part of the episode called uh, Jake News, because it's kind of like fake news. I thought it would be funny, because fake news is obviously something that's not real. Jake News is something that only matters to me. So, talking about video games. Uh, this week, Sony did announce that PlayStation Classic. I don't know if any of, you, any of you have seen that. Basically, what it is, it's a smaller PlayStation 1 that's going to have 20 preloaded games on it. Nintendo's done it in the past. They did it with the NES Classic and they did it with the SNES Classic. And they'll probably do it again with the N64 Classic, if that ever does come out. While I was thinking about all these things, um, while they are doing the NES and SNES, and I thought, you know, eventually they're going to do the N64, I kind of thought it was a bad idea. Because unlike the NES and SNES, the N64 and the PlayStation 1, for that matter, have 3D graphics. So it's it's... It loses its charm because 3D graphics are trying to be something that it can't be, especially during that time. The textures aren't great. The character models are clunky and just basically polygons. So I'm worried to see how that translates. A lot of times these games only live in our brains. Like they live like on nostalgia but they don't translate well when we play them again. I mean, think about think about those of you who... And I always use this example. Mario 64, which was one of the biggest games on Nintendo 64. Everybody says that's one of the best games ever made, one of the best Mario games. Go play it again. You're going to see that game does not translate well. And that's what I'm worried about for the uh, PlayStation Classic. I actually saw somebody... It's a quote uh, from somebody. I, I saw it on Reddit. They were saying they were at a... Uh, Gran Turismo event. Gran Turismo is a racing game, and it's been around on the PlayStation for many years. They had it on PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4, uh, and they were mentioning that they're at an event for Gran Turismo, it was a tournament, and at the event, they had all the original Gran Turismos and the new ones, and they said those graphics for the original ones looked so ancient, and they don't even look fun anymore. And I think that's what's gonna happen. Unlike the SNES and NES, like I said, they have charm because they're 8-bit, 16-bit, they're older looking, there's something authentic about it. These are trying to look good, And they just don't. And I think a lot of times the gameplay even was um, kind of compromised for visuals. We'll we'll see. I mean, we're going to see what's going to happen here. Uh, But Sony did announce it's going to be $99. It's going to come with two controllers. And there you haven't announced the full list of games yet. My feeling on it is if there's no Crash, there's no Spyro, they're going to drop the ball. And I honestly don't think they're going to be on there, especially with the remasters just getting done. I don't think Crash and Spyro are going to be on there. And it kind of leaves you wondering what certain games can be. Because a lot of these games are owned by different companies. And a lot of these games have transferred and been sold to other companies. Sony doesn't own all these games anymore. So they're going to have to license them from Square Enix or, or Ubisoft or EA. There's a lot of games that they probably can't get the licensing to. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see how this plays out. But uh, we'll see. I mean, I have mine pre-ordered. So we'll see what happens. I'm definitely going to pick that up and definitely going to talk about it on here. Um, like I said, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. In other news that matters to me, uh, Marvel Television. So, a lot of you probably know that Disney is creating its own streaming network, similar to Netflix. They're going to pull all their content off Netflix, and they're going to create their own streaming network. This is interesting. I think this is a good idea. I mean, Disney owns a lot of properties. They own Star Wars, they own Marvel. Their properties alone are crazy, Pixar, all those things. They make so much money, and a lot of times, they're everybody's favorite. So, I'm excited to see where this goes. But they did announce that they're going to do Marvel television shows and Star Wars television shows. But they announced just yesterday or a couple days ago that they're going to do a show with emphasis on Loki and Scarlet Witch. So that's kind of cool because it's a a first of its kind where big characters... I mean, Elizabeth Olsen and Tom Hiddleston are not these no-name little actors. And they're going to reprise the role. So it's interesting to see TV change in that way. Um, You know, like Marvel did Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC, but... Samuel Jackson wasn't in it. Like it's not something that big actors are ever a part of. So those two characters definitely deserve their own backstory. I'm excited to see how that pans out, and I'm hoping that other side characters can have big roles, and I'm hoping that even the main Avenger stars, Danny, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, can be in these shows. Like I'm excited to see how this is going to work, and they are doing a Star Wars show as well. Um, it would be interesting to see if they did something with like Rey or Kylo, where it's kind of these main characters having their own little spinoff things. So we'll see. I think Disney's going to change the game here. I'm I'm really excited to see where that goes. Um, But also in the same news as Marvel, uh, the Russo brothers who directed Avengers Infinity War. And they're coming out with the next chapter next year, 2019. They're teasing a title here. Uh, We don't know what the title is yet. They didn't want to release the title before the film came out because obviously there are spoilers. And I won't spoil anything in case you haven't seen it yet. I do recommend it. Um, They're teasing the title. They released a picture online on their Twitter or Instagram account. I can't remember. And basically the caption was something along the lines of just look closely or look hard or something. And a lot of people are trying to figure out what this means. And there's a bunch of different titles going out there. I think one of them was Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Um, What was another one? Uh, Avengers Eternal. Because there's like – you got to look at the picture. But basically there's ladders and boxes and they look like AE, Avengers Eternal, or EG, Endgame. Uh, they could just be trolling us. They could just be trying to play games. with us. we don't know. Uh, but it's definitely something interesting. And if you care about that stuff and you haven't heard about that yet, go to their, I'm, I'm going to say Instagram. I believe it was their Instagram, uh, the Russo brothers, Instagram, and take a look and see if you can figure it out and read the comments and look at everybody's reaction. I, I think it's, I think it's kind of funny. Um, again, more Marvel news, Captain Marvel trailer this week. I think everybody's taken from that trailer is that, uh, she punches an old woman in the face. If you haven't seen it yet, go check that out. I'll put the link down below. Um, uh, I'm excited. I'm a big Brie Larson fan. I saw her in Room uh, a couple years back. I thought she was a great actress. She uh, she won the Academy Award for that. She's done kind of scattered films since. I think she did Kong Skull Island. And I thought that was like a role that she was... <sighs> How do I put this? I think she was underutilized in that movie. I think she was a little bit too good to be in that movie. She's a phenomenal actress. So I'm glad she's going to get her big break and kind of be in a movie that a lot more people are going to see. Uh... I think the movie's going to be great. I've already seen internet people freak out about it. I saw one woman say, Sam Jackson has more lines in this trailer than she does. Meaning, like, a man has more lines than the woman. Why do we got to go there? I mean, that's that's just ridiculous. I, I personally feel like that is so insanely ridiculous. I've heard people defend it by saying she's a mysterious character. We don't know, you know, we don't want to know too much about her just yet. That's what the movie's about. I've heard people say, well, Sam Jackson himself is a person of color, and people of color aren't treated fairly either in Hollywood, which I personally believe is true. But, you know, it, coming it breaking glass ceilings always comes with people complaining. And it's just funny to see that a woman is complaining about a film that is supposed to glorify women and supposed to empower women. Um, so, yeah, but there will always be people, people complaining. I'm very excited about it. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that is. And let's see. Now let's get into the political part of the show. So this part I'm kind of nervous about because I know people always have strong, strong political beliefs, especially in this climate. I want to talk about these things. I'm going to try to keep it balanced. This week, there wasn't much I can do. The Republicans are going hard. This is like all news revolves around Trump or other Republicans. We live in a very weird time right now. I'm going to try to keep it balanced. I will talk about what I can in here. And uh, honestly, though, if you do have a problem with what I'm saying, if you do think that you want to talk about it, leave a comment. That's what they're there for. If you feel like I misrepresented something or said something wrong, I want to hear about it. I think it's a great idea to have discussions like this and we can talk about it on the next show. But starting off, let's start with uh, this. So Ted Cruz right now is uh, in an election. He's in a campaign against uh, Beto O'Rourke for the Texas State Senate and I have a problem with Ted Cruz. I don't have a problem with all Republicans. I, I, I love an authentic Republican. Mitt Romney, I, even, I, I George W. Bush I even liked, and George Sr., I like them. Um, John McCain, who just passed away, I thought they were authentic conservatives. I feel like they had it right, and I feel like we're starting to lose that. I don't know what defines a Republican, but a lot of the same things keep popping up here. Uh, Ted Cruz, though, he's kind of he's a weird dude. I, I was just reading an article recently about, uh, the violence against women act. And, um, basically these things have to be re voted on every couple of years. And in 2013, they had to re vote on the violence against women act. And, you know, it was, the vote went up and there was very few people who voted against, you know, renewing this act. Um, for those you who don't know, the violence against women act, um, basically protects women against a lot of different things that they can be involved in rape, uh, abuse in relationships or in marriages. Uh, Before this, a man could very well get away with beating or raping his wife. Uh, The bill was actually written up by Joe Biden and Bill Clinton back in the 90s. It's a fantastic bill. It's such a great thing we have, and it's changed a lot of people's uh, view on women, and it's also empowered women so much, and it's a very, very important uh, piece of legislation. Ted Cruz is one of the few people who voted against renewing that. That's the kind of thing that doesn't make any sense. Why would you vote against something like that? And also notable, Lindsey Graham also voted against this. It's a very weird thing, but this is where my problem with Ted Cruz comes from is I don't know who's motivating him to make these decisions. I don't think he is a bad guy. I just think that he is a puppet for corporations and other things. I mean, who votes against something like that? That's not for the people. That's that's for yourself. You vote against something like that because of... Some other reason. You, you, you don't vote against that for the people, uh, for the sake of the people. That doesn't protect the people. That, that does the exact opposite. But anyways, uh, in, a, in a Quinnipiac poll, Ted Cruz was leading against Beto O'Rourke by nine points. But another poll came out by uh, Reuters, which was that Beto O'Rourke was leading by two points. And a lot of people got excited about this. They were like, see, I told you O'Rourke is going to beat this guy. I'm telling you he's ahead of him. Let's, let's dive deeper into this. The uh, Quinnipiac poll was done via landlines and cell phones, meaning they call people and ask them, you know, who are you voting for this election? Um, I feel like that's a much more accurate representation uh, for a poll versus the Reuters poll, which was oh. online. Now, I've heard, I, I, I think you can argue that older people are the ones who are going to be answering the phones and younger people are the ones who are going to be using online. Um, I'm not sure about that, though. I mean, young people have cell phones, and that was part of this, uh, this polling. So... Which one is more accurate? It's hard to say, um, but I my personal feeling is that Ted Cruz is going to win this. Um, nothing is impossible anymore. We'll look at the last polls for the presidential election. Hillary Clinton was leading all those polls, and Donald Trump won by a by a lot. I mean, obviously, he won the popular vote, but he won, I mean, he won, and the polls said otherwise. So who knows? Um, but another thing Ted Cruz is doing, and it's funny because it doesn't seem to be affecting anything, is he's been disguising his mailers as summons, as legal summons, meaning that you can get something in the mail and think that it's a court order or a bill or something like that, and you open up and it's actually just a mailer for Ted Cruz's campaign. Um, he is under fire right now for that. He is in trouble for doing that. But that's just one of those things that just, it drives me nuts. It's one of those things that doesn't make any sense, and I, I it's something that he does that just... Really makes me against him, and I really hope O'Rourke does beat him. I think that Texas could use him for sure, and I think that that Texas does need some change. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens in that election. But um, other things that happened this uh, this last couple of weeks is Manafort pled guilty um, for the Russian investigation thing and uh, for the uh, collusion, as some people like to call it. Um, he pled guilty and he did uh, make a plea deal with uh, Mueller for this. So. We're going to see what happens there. This means that he probably will start working with them. And this might eventually lead to the uh, downfall of Donald Trump because uh, Manafort was his campaign manager. So there is, there are things there that there are some connections, but one of the things I don't see people talking about is Paul Manafort was Mike Pence's original uh, cheerleader. Let's just say Paul Manafort actually convinced Donald Trump to elect uh, Mike Pence for vice president's. And there was a story that went out there, and of course, you know, we can never know if these things are true, but there was a story out there that said that uh, Manafort had lied to Mike Pence and said that they couldn't get the plane off the—I couldn't remember if it to get the plane off the ground or you couldn't get off the plane, but it forced Mike Pence to sit with Donald Trump for a much longer amount of time, which eventually led to Donald Trump picking Mike Pence for his VP— but why that's interesting is because this brings Mike Pence into another level of this investigation, where I felt like he was kind of separate, like he may not have known about the collusion all that other things that are going on, and, and and mind you, I don't know if there was collusion. I I There may or may not be. That is not my job to figure out, but they're doing the investigation, so whatever. But this brings Mike Pence into that circle, and I think that's interesting. I don't see anybody talking about that, but um, there has to be a reason why Manafort wanted Mike Pence to be the VP. Uh, I'm not sure what it could be, but I just think that is an interesting point. Um, for sure. So the last thing I want to talk about, obviously is something that I'm sure you guys are sick and tired of hearing of. And that is Brett Kavanaugh for the uh, Supreme court judge. Donald Trump appointed Brett Kavanaugh to be the next Supreme court judge. Um, but there are now allegations out there of sexual harassment, rape, a, a bunch of different things. I don't need to go into it. We all know what's going on there. Um, my feeling is this, if there is doubt that somebody has done something like that, um, has broken the law in such a severe way, maybe they're not qualified for the position. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if they can't, if they're not following the law, then they shouldn't be able to push the law on anybody else. And the weird thing is, I see a lot of people defending him and saying, "Oh, they, she made it up. Oh, this is fake." Meanwhile, she's calling for the FBI to please investigate this. Please investigate him. I'm telling you, it's true. When somebody pleads with the FBI to investigate somebody else, and they know that if they're making this up, they can spend a long time in prison, chances are they're not making it up. And when you have the other side saying, "Oh, don't you don't need to? He didn't do it. He obviously didn't do it." And he's saying, "Oh, yeah, you don't. This investigation's stupid. I didn't." That kind of that's like a big red flag because if you didn't do something, if you didn't commit a crime, you should want somebody to investigate it, right? Wouldn't you? Because if you didn't do it and they investigate it, they should find out that you're innocent. So saying, yeah, you don't need to do it. You don't need to, uh, Trust me. You know, I, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. You, you don't waste your time. That kind of raises red flags. Um, even Donald Trump said, you know, that he wants the investigation to go through just to clear his name because he wants to make sure that even, even Donald Trump said this, that he wants to make sure that Brett Kavanaugh is qualified. Um, to be a Supreme court judge. So that is it for my Jake news. That is it for that. Um, yeah, I mean, this is what the format of the show is going to be for the most part. If I can't get a guest on here and down the line, if this is something I do more regularly, this is what it's going to be. Uh, and, and I want to thank you guys for, you know, sticking with me and, 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 listening for this whole time. I am still trying to find my footing. This is something that is still new to me. I'm not used to talking for a half hour straight and eventually what'll probably lead to longer episodes. I'm just I'm trying to find my footing. Um, but I do want you guys to let me know if I reported any information wrong. That is part of this experience. I am studying journalism. I don't want to report news that isn't true or accurate. And I do want to fix it and get used to making sure that I'm reporting things accurately. So please let me know if anything I said here isn't accurate. If you do have a problem or you do want to um not argue with what I said, but you want to make a point against what I said, please leave a comment down below. We can discuss it. And, and I don't want debates on here. Um, especially with political stuff. I don't want debates. It's not that, that at all. I would rather just have discussions where we can say, Hey, we have a difference of opinion. You know, here's my opinion. Oh, that's your opinion. Okay. I, now I can see eye to eye with you. Now I see why you think that and you can say, Oh, now I see why you think that, um, I'm not open to debate where we can say, Oh, like, well i'm right you're wrong i i don't want any of that that's definitely not what i want to do on here um but i definitely want to have discussions about certain topics and like i said please let me know if anything i reported is inaccurate or you know next week i need to make sure that i fix that Let please please let me know um but again guys thank you for watching thank you for listening if you're listening at home and uh you know if you like this share it send that to your friends tell them to make sure they listen to jake on let's talk um Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for this. I have big plans for this. I'm excited to see where this goes. And I hope that this becomes something that grows beyond what I can even imagine. Um, That would be very cool. But at the same time, I'm going to keep having fun with it. I hope you guys are having fun listening and I hope you guys do like the new set. I hope you like the new camera. I hope you like this new microphone. I hope everything sounds great. Everything looks great. And, uh, yeah, next week I will try to have a guest on here and, uh, we'll see where this goes. Thank you guys for listening and I will see you next week.